Okay, I recently did a episode talking about um, the new Bird Girl show that came out on Adult Swim. Um, and to all those who didn't know, uh, I am a huge fan of Harvey Birdman Attorney at Law. Like, a, a big fan. I love that damn show. Um, I have every episode. I even have uh, uh, stuff from the video game. So, I'm, I love Harvey Birdman Attorney at Law. So when they made Bird Girl, obviously I was pissed because I knew it wasn't going to be anything good. Um, and then after watching the first episode, I was right. Um, everything and anything that could have went wrong with the show did go wrong with the show. Um, the, 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 the restraint of the 15-minute runtime, which was the staple for early Adult Swim cartoons, was imperative in order to make sure that they fleshed out as much comedy as they could um, whenever they could. It, it Like, basically, it did more good than it did harm. And um, it might not have gave them 30-minute episodes, but it gave them enough, <laughs> which made for quality um, over quantity. And I love that. Uh, because, honestly, it's like, you look at Aquatine Hunger Force and it's like, could that go for 30 minutes? Yes. The writing was fantastic i've seen the movie i don't know how many times and it's like yes they most definitely could have had something like that go for 30 minutes but the 15 minutes it's, it's, it's fine it's perfectly fine and then considering how adult swim did their thing back in the day you know a lot of shows would go you know you get one episode of Hunger Force and another episode so it's basically like you've seen you know two parts of one old episode there's nothing like nothing wrong with that but um bird girl already had the extended runtime like you know the 22 minutes or whatever um, basically a full-blown 30-minute episode with commercials included. Um, uh, so foreshadowing, there's going to be a commercial on this one because I'm going to be talking for a while because someone done pissed me off. But um, it, the first episode was was, was horrible. Um, the show and the series itself kind of just was ridiculous and all over the place. And it wasn't good. And considering that that's what what's the staple of Bird Girl's personality is that she's ridiculous and all over the place, the fact that the show was that, and it wasn't good, is a very, 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 very bad thing. Um, I don't know what it is with people who sit there and greenlit shit based off of nostalgia or for this namesake of, hey, people like this show, right? Right. Why don't we bring it back, take some character, make a spinoff, and not have anything in it that is reminiscent of the original? In terms of comedy, characters, or even just how the fucking character even presents themselves. Or how the character got into being the character themselves from the get-go. I, I don't know why they agree to this dumb shit and then they let stuff like this go. But Bird Girl basically was just, as far as I'm concerned, a fucking tragedy. Because that's all that it is. And it's just beyond ridiculous. The cast is majority female. You got them being these strong horribly drawn women like they they all look terrible and um none of the Hanna-Barbera-esque characters are in it in order to give it that feel or add to the comedy of making fun of those characters and that art style and things like that all the traits of Harvey Birdman that made it special were stripped away and then they threw in Bird Girl who essentially was a fantastic background character and then they put her in the spotlight and then essentially assumed that everything was just going to be all right. I'm sort of reminded of the Cleveland show 
which basically had that same problem. But with the Cleveland show, it was the added aspect of it not being able to tap into the black experience and then essentially making Cleveland um, a ridiculous beta male that took shit within his own home, but wasn't up to the standards of like Peter Griffin or Stan from American Dad. Yeah, and Peter Griffin's from Family Guy. Um, and essentially it just fell off because it wasn't funny because you were watching literally a guy just get, just had his man, um, <laughs> just had everything about him that makes him a man get stripped of him from a daily basis um, in, in every episode or from a weekly basis, really. And it, it, there was nothing to that. And so with Bird Girls, essentially you got your whole strong woman-esque thing going on. And like you got your gay character, you got your, your female, you, you just, it's just so much going on. And it's like, who the fuck did you expect to like this? Because this is a character from Harvey Birdman. And you threw him in there and you got nothing from Harvey Birdman. And then it's like, well, what's the appeal of the character now? And it's like, absolutely nothing. And it's like, well, who's the audience you were trying to reach? I don't fucking know. I'm pretty sure it's some type of females who look at Adult Swim. But for the life of me, I don't know of a lot of females that look at Adult Swim. Or um, also, why would you assume that these people would just like this shit just because Bird Girl happens to be a woman? You could have just made a really good comedy. And it was like, even at the lengths of what it was going, I found myself looking at the second episode. And I was kind of laughing at some of the stuff in the very beginning. But then as the show went on, I was like, it, it's trying to do the lesson shit. And I was like, Dude, why? Just go for the straight comedy, the ridiculousness. If you have a character that is ridiculous, keep it that way. Don't sit there and try to make it a sitcom. That's just stupid. But I digress. After damn near six minutes of talking, you need to get to the fucking point, Dane. Okay, sorry. Dinner Geeks wrote an article about Bird Girl. Um, and it came out like April 5th. But it popped up. And when I saw it, I got immediately pissed because I started looking at it and obviously knew that this was written by someone who just obviously just missed the fucking mark. Um, so the title of the article is Bird Girl Flips the Script on Harvey Birdman and Superhero Culture. Initially, you 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 raise an eyebrow at a, at a title like that. Like, what? <laughs> because what? Like, how could you possibly say that? You know, this is a comedy series. They're not really should be taken seriously. The Harvey Birdman show itself was a comedy series. In fact, it poked fun at Birdman's superhero actions in the past um, m multiple times. And it wasn't something that was about superheroes. It was about court cases. So that sparked my um, interest into looking at this article. And then it further reads... Adult Swim Bird Girl returns to a classic world with a fresh perspective that makes good on Harvey Birdman's absurdity legacy. Absurd, um, absurdist legacy. I mean, sorry, misspoke. Um, yeah. So, again, I've seen the first two episodes of this show. Um, the second episode just dropped recently and I watched it. Um... And the concept of saying, like, like there's so many, like, contradictions in, in just that same. It's like, uh, Bird Girl returns to a classic world with a fresh perspective. Um, there's nothing reminiscent of the original Harvey Birdman in this series. Off the get-go, it's now focusing on the 7 and 7 um, company 
not the law firm, you know, not the law firm aspect of seven and seven. It's doing the company aspect of seven and seven. So with that, there's nothing in here that is a return to the classic world because the classic world was the Hanna-Barbera people. And to say it's returned to the classic world with a fresh perspective. And it's like, no. <laughs> and then it makes it go to Harvey Birdman's absurdist legacy. Um, absolutely fucking not. Having Bird Girl going around doing random shit and then going, that's totally what was doing, what was happening on Birdman. It, no, it is like all of Birdman was random shit. Not just one character who everyone else would then call out because of her randomness. Get the fuck out of here. Like, no. Did you see Harvey Birdman? <laughs> Everyone was random in that goddamn show. Um, so, um, Harvey Birdman Attorney at Law was one of the five original series to debut back on Adult Swim when the programming block was first created. Um, uh, the article reads, The network has evolved in considerable ways since its inception. But even back then, Harvey Birdman Attorney at Law was an important series that helped establish the... Um, Acrobic and daddiest. Um, I, I don't even know if I'm pronouncing this right, but is it um, is it acrobic and daddiest style of humor? I, I I do not know how to pronounce that. Um, and daddiest style of humor that can um that continues to define Adult Swim to this day. Uh, if you look at cur the current standards of Adult Swim. Um, in reminiscent to its earlier inception, back when they would have shows like um when Harvey Birdman was originally premiering. Um, I essentially say, uh, the uh, what is it? The um, the time bumpers are a perfect indication of exactly what era of um Adult Swim you're looking at. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, then obviously you're not in the know of Adult Swim, but. When Adult Swim originally first came out, the time bumpers um, was essentially back when the show would come back on was the all kids out of the pool Adult Swim moniker, which would show people in a pool and you would hear the lifeguard scream, um, it's Adult Swim. <laughs> so um, now, you know, you get the uh, the different word bumpers and like just randomness and stuff like that. But to this day, if you look at Adult Swim, they're just full-blown, random, wacky little stuff that shows up. You know, you might get the um, the AS and the brackets just in random locations or random places. But it, it no longer, you know, it's changed over the years into what it is now to now where it's just accepted that just the in-between stuff for Adult Swim is just going to be this plethora of weird, crazy shit. Almost like you're on an acid trip. Like they know that the people who are watching it right now are a bunch of potheads <laughs> which is true to their audience but yeah it was like just to fuck with them let, let's make it even weird tie-dye shit pass, pass over the screen and whatnot but um to sit there and call or to say no one wants to hear that anything that they liked or they grew up with or that they care about you know style of humor is bad you know <laughs> like it or it was or it's considered old in some aspects or so it's like hey you know this is kind of stuff that my dad would laugh at or whatnot and it, that's that's no um harvey Berman Antonio law had it, it, i'm not i'm trying to defend it is 
difficult for me because of my bias towards it. And it's like, I enjoy all of it. So there are parts of Harvey Birdman that, you know, I don't really care for episodes that I don't really care for anything like that. Um, or situations I don't care for the GG concept funny as hell. Obviously I don't like seeing my man Harvey get the shaft every time GG pops up, but the concept of GG hilarious. And then GG was from the galactic trio. So, <laughs> but, um, so to, to like, you know, I initially, it was upset to see the whole, like, you know, dad's style of humor to continue to find adult swim to this day. And then it's like, it, Adult Swim's style of humor and the shows that they've created has changed uh, greatly over the years. So it'd be hard-pressed to even say Dad's style of comedy because uh, a lot of their audience are potheads, not even like old guys or anything like that. Hell, the, the concept of, you know, most dads is that they don't look at shit that, um, that are cartoons. But, you know... Pothead, potheads love like Aqua Teen Hunger Force, <laughs> and that's that's one of my favorite cartoons of all time. But yeah, hey, I'm gonna keep reading the article. Okay, now twenty years after the premiere of Harvey Birdman Attorney at Law, remember that it's been twenty fucking years since Harvey Birdman Attorney at Law, and Adult Swim as a whole, I don't even think like like damn that's old. Uh, Bird Girl returns to the beloved universe again. No, she doesn't. Because everything that they're introducing and that they do is totally and very much wrong, different. They immediately retconned her whole concept of being Bird Girl in the very beginning of the um, first episode. So she is not returning to her universe. Get that right out of your fucking head. And if you're not someone who watched um, Harvey Birdman or gave a damn about the concept of Harvey Birdman, you get the, then obviously you're not going to know what the hell you're talking about. Um, appropriately enough, as Adult Swim heads to into a new phase, Bird Girl is a delight that's a worthy successor to one of Adult Swim's flagship, po- flagship programs, but it's also its own entity that has something very different to say about bureaucracy, superheroes, um, um, bureaucratic superheroes in bird costumes. What, what is there to say about bureaucratic superheroes in bird costumes? Bird Girl wasn't introduced as a superhero in Harvey Birdman Attorney at Law. So this series having her be defined as a superhero is retarded. Alright? That's just that's just completely retarded, false, and ridiculous. Susan Ken Seven wanted to be a lawyer like Birdman, but then she herself was like shoehorning herself into his life. To make the bird team. She thought highly of the guy when he clearly was not the type of lawyer that she thought he was, but she was, but he was her inspiration for everything. So this series immediately jumps off with having it to where she's basically trying to live her days as a Susie Ken Seven, but live live her nights as a bird girl type um, concept in order to give off this image of a superhero. But again, if we're returning to the original Harvey Birdman attorney at law, then it should be noted and uh, be of a of a of a huge um, you know like a huge red flag for everyone that in Harvey Birdman attorney at law, everyone knew Susan um, 
she everyone knew that she was Bird Girl. Um, Susan Ken Seven was on Bird Girl. Is it Susan? Susan? Yeah. <laughs> everyone knew that she was Bird Girl. That was one of the jokes. She constantly narrates and talks out loud, and she admits who she was. And like everyone found out that she was Bird Girl. The only person who didn't was Phil. And then the joke on that was an incest joke, as he kept hitting on his own daughter, who would clearly announce to everyone that she was his daughter. So it was a character that was used for a nice little gag joke by the end of Harvey Birdman. I mean, like, it, if they would have did some shit like add Peanut, you see Potamus, any of that stuff to keep some symbolism of the original show, then yeah, then you can make all of these ridiculous fucking claims. But the show itself was really, um, it, it, I'm confusing <laughs> what I was about to say. It was going to be something about Birdman and not Bird Girl. But the Bird Girl show itself established itself one way, but it contradicted everything from the original Harvey Birdman, which then has me going to look at Bird Girl and then go, oh yeah, this is totally how Bird Girl would be in this world and in this universe and how other people would interact with her. Considering that when she was in Harvey Birdman and Tony at Law, the way how people interacted and approached her and how things were done was completely the opposite. So from the get-go, I am not happy. But also to sit here and assume that um, that this has anything to do with bureaucracy or that coping with bureaucracy and superheroism is... A brand new venture or something that's very interesting or something that this series is trying to tackle seriously is retarded but I digress let's read on one of the smartest things that Burgirl does is embrace a self-aware attitude where it's able to have a conversation about the legacy of these Harvey Birdman characters while also commentating upon the legacy of superhero stories what the fuck? <laughs> it's like, that doesn't even make any goddamn sense. Did you watch Bird Girl? Did you, did you watch Harvey Birdman? And it's like, if, if you did, then you would understand that they are two completely different entities. And they just use, they both just have a character named Bird Girl in it, who's the daughter of Phil Can 7. But they are no way, shape, or form connected. They, they've not done anything to show that they're connected with Harvey Birdman. So... To embrace a self-aware attitude where it's able to have a conversation about the legacy of these Harvey Birdman characters. They never mention anyone. They literally have a girl who's supposed to be a fucking mind taker. And she's just as old as um, Susie. But at the same time, um, we've never had any mention of Mintalk having a kid. They're ne they never mention Mintalk. Period. It's just, it's this random chick who wears the ugliest fucking clothes I've ever seen. Like, it's like, she's wearing like a fucking armor bra or something like that over her dress. And it's like, they just, she has like bad posture and the ugliest purple on. And this weird black, like, fugly sports bra thing covering her. It, it, the thing looks terrible. <laughs> I don't know why they made that. And I was like, you could have been hilarious and gave her like a, a pseudo mintalk suit that she fashioned into something else, but they gave her just this weird, ugly dress thing. Um, I digress. <laughs> but there is nothing connecting this to Harvey Birdman because of the fact that this is foregone 
all of the Hanna-Barbera characters. They made up shit to try and have some symbolism of that. You have a talking dog that's like in charge of a lot of things and then they keep making jokes about him being a dog or they'll do stuff with that. But it's like, that's not a Hanna-Barbera character. The The joke of Harvey Berman and Tony Law was that it was making fun of the Hanna-Barbera universe and all those cartoons and things like that. And even Harvey Birdman didn't cover all of them. So it could have been perfectly fine for Bird Girl to bring up other characters or other things that, Hanna that have been under Hanna-Barbera since, you know, could have made fun of something of Tom and Jerry or, well, they're probably too big, but, um, you know, still like bring back some other uh, things like Flintstones, Jetsons or anything like that. Just it, it, stuff could have been done to let the fans know like, hey, they gave a damn. But they didn't do anything to let the fans know that they gave a damn. They made their own show to appropriate their own little vision or whatever. And they just wanted the Bird Girl moniker to explore to, as an excuse for the female character to essentially be crazy. It's like, well, what's a crazy chick that we got under Adult Swim? Bird Girl. All right, let's just make a crazy show about her. And boop, there you go. But they've done nothing to keep up the legacy of Harvey Birdman. They, they don't even fucking mention Harvey Birdman. The fact that he's not even referenced as the idol that she looked up to that got her into being Birdman, um, Bird Girl in the first place, was, was, was just fucking um, disgusting to me. And considering the fact that, again, I like the opening because it does the whole, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God part. But, you know, that that's the only thing about the show that I do like. And that's, that's terrible, you know, and it's like, that's a part that's hilarious to me from the um, Harvey Birdman, Tony and Law show of her just ripping over and over, just, oh my God, 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 like that, that show was funny. Um, <laughs> so, um, let's see, uh, to have a legacy of Harvey Birdman committed Oh, and then, um, upon the legacy of superhero stories, while also commentating upon the legacy of superhero stories. I have no idea what the hell that means. When it says commentating upon the legacy of superhero stories, what are they talking about? What is he talking about? What stories is even in the first episode that sit there and are um, some type of commentating on um, superheroes? I, I, I don't get it. There is not. You see her do a bunch of superhero shit for some reason, and they never justify that. They just say that she's a superhero, but... The thing about her being Bird Girl wasn't to be a superhero, you know. <laughs> it was like they was kind of making fun of the aspect of trying to be a superhero or anything like that. But yeah, there, there's never anything that talks about superhero stuff. So they they mention her being a superhero, but it's not anything that's noteworthy or is a commentation or is like a, or is commentating on being a superhero. It's just she is what she is. Oh. Wait, hold on. I'm getting, yep, there it is. Uh-huh. Yeah, sorry. Sorry, guys. It's a commercial break. I'll be right back. Okay. Sorry about that. <laughs> but um, let's continue for the article, from the article. Okay, one of the smartest things that Bird, Girls do that Bird Girl does is embrace a self-aware attitude where it's able to have a conversation about the legacy of these Harvey Birdman characters. Well, oh, oh, I already read that part. <laughs> okay. Um... Yeah, and that's just, that's so fucking dumb. 
because it he he's constantly mentioning self-aware shit but i don't believe that this show is self-aware you know just having someone do wacky shit and then everyone talk about that character doing wacky shit is not being self-aware it's just that's just what your show is about <laughs> so uh here we go in doing so bird girl becomes a show that's about honoring the past and using it to establish a unique identity that has a viable future no it isn't it, it's not at all because if they honored the past then they would mention the past but again i say they have never once brought up any fucking character from the original harvey bird Antonio law they immediately start the series off killing phil can seven and then it's used as a joke from the fact that he's died multiple times in harvey bird Antonio law but we also neglect the fact that in harvey bird Antonio law Susie was the CEO of um, Seven and Seven. She was Birdman's boss and still able to function the company, like keep the company afloat. And then we also had the Harvey Birdman um, Attorney General at law, which was something that they did after. And uh, that brought Phil back to life as well. But then even at the end of Harvey Birdman, um, even before the Attorney General thing, Harvey dies at the end of Harvey Birdman Attorney at law. And Phil is brought back to life. And then that's just the, the the sadness of it. It's just that he's dead and then the show's over with. But um, again, this stuff is never brought up or um, mentioned at all. It's not connecting anything. They're never, they never bring anything like that. And it's like, if it wanted to be its own show and its own identity, if you want to say that, fine. But to say that it's honoring the past or it's, using previous situations as jumping off points to get this show rolling it's not doing any of that it's literally a fresh start kind of show but by saying that it's a part of harvey burber antonio law is what's holding it back because th this show obviously has no merits on its own other than the fact that it's using that name it's like if they were to make a fucking moon Knight show um based off of aquatine hunger force but then the Moonanites never bring up or talk about the fact that they don't like the um, Aqua Teen Hunger Force or that they go to Earth to fuck with them. You, you see what I'm saying? <laughs> it's like you, like, because that was like, that's their shtick. That's their thing. Hell, it's like making a show about Carl before he met the um, Aqua Teen Hunger Force, that, stuff like that. And it's like, it, well, as long, you know, but it's a Carl who wants to join um, the. A football team and it's like the philadelphia eagles and he's in great shape and he's just trying to find the right girl for him and he can't choose between a happy life with a girlfriend or joining the philadelphia eagles if you didn't know carl is a fan of the new york giants so <laughs> that's why this would be a bad scenario and in no way shape or form honoring carl Bertana nanaluski from aqua team hunger force let's move on <laughs> Judy, Judy, I've been saying Susie, Jesus Christ, <laughs> Judy, fuck, my bad, I don't know why, I just, I just forgot, I'm just blank, but it's Judy, Judy Ken Seven's Bird Girl was easily one of the most chaotic characters in Harvey Birdman, and there's an understandable concern around a series that revolves around her when the universe already has a breakneck pace behind its jokes, okay, I... I literally was talking about the fact that essentially the breakneck pace from the jokes came with the 15 minute runtime. You had to speak this shit up. <laughs> the shit had to hit and it had to go and it had to move. That's how these series worked. 
Judy's character wasn't someone that was added in that seemed that far-fetched from anyone else within the series. Everyone was crazy. If anything, Birdman's um, character in particular played a fantastic straight man to a lot of the situations. And then when the situation would require that he himself do crazy shit, it was that much funnier because he him like because his character was playing the straight man to everyone else's crazy. You had episodes where Peanut was just building random shit within his office. Uh, moments where just um, Avenger was going around snatching up different Hanna Barbera um, creatures on the ground and putting them in his nest or whatnot. Potom is coming in doing random shit or being caught filling up a girl. Just everyone in the series was crazy, you know. And she wasn't one of the most chaotic characters. She was just another chaotic character. That was kind of the thing of Harvey Birdman. It kept adding more and more to its rogues gallery of people, you know, and it just, and Judy was one that fit incredibly well as she was just this hyperactive teen who just was in the presence of her idol and just would never calm down. And it was fantastic. But... And and it's like it just there there so there should never been a, a concern about a series that was about her, especially if you essentially made the series itself reminiscent of that of Harvey Birdman, where Judy fit in perfectly um, because everyone else was doing the same thing. All you essentially needed was a perfect straight man character to follow that. And that should have definitely been in the form of this men talk chick that they have in the series where you could have had her be the offshoot straight character while everyone else was a crazy-ass character. Therefore, you know, that person would be the anchor that would bring in the jokes, but then you would get into the whole Mentalk shit, much like Mentalk did, because Mentalk also played like a kind of straight man in a lot of the earlier episodes of Harvey Birdman as well, and you just could have played off of that. But clearly, whoever made the series missed the fucking mark. But let's read on, shall we? Bird Girl is aware that too much Bird Girl can be a bad thing. Why? Why would that be a bad thing? And um and device and devises a clever way to remedy this that doesn't cripple Bird Girl's character. What? How? Why? Did so in the series, what they did is that they have Judy basically not since she has to take the responsibility of CEO, she constantly wants to go around being Bird Girl. Um, Bird Girl in this series is now a superhero. Um, they give no explanation as to why or how or what's the need of her being a superhero, but they just have her as a superhero. And she has to try and find a way to balance the fact that when she's Bird Girl, she's this crazy Judy from the original series. But when she's Judy, oh, no, she's a mild-mannered, okay person, but it's, it's just, it's all her. And that's incredibly stupid. Um, again... You're changing up the character in order to fit the need of your show, but you shouldn't have did that. You didn't need to do that if you knew how to write a good show. Um, ugh. Like, that's, this is just incredibly dumb. It's like, this is just a dumb concept to sit there and go, like, to to have her, which is this, the, the, the appeal of Bird Girl was her sporadic, chaotic nature. So your series initially and immediately, because that's what they do in the first episode, they immediately cause her to be aware of her 
sporadic, chaotic identity and whatnot, and then makes her kind of shut it down because she needs that in order to function. Again, forgetting the fact that that was something that we already had her do within the original Harvey Berman attorney at law when she was the CEO. Hell, you could have did more of what they did on that show, which was cause to, you know, how like some, some of the side stories going on with her be about her now being the CEO and what she had to do with um, everything that was going on, like the uh, sexual harassment suit against Potamus, which is a hilarious episode when they make her like wear a dress of the fact that she's like making declarations and whatnot while beating up criminals because she is bird girl. You know, the fact that she would change in front of people into bird girl and just go into a closet and then scream out the fact that people can't know her identity, but everyone just kind of shrugs it off. as like, yeah, it's just Judy being crazy, but it didn't matter in the long run because all of it was still Judy. But now they're trying to make it to where she is a superhero and we do need to. And then like her being bird girl is more of a Jekyll Hyde situation where it's just, they're pulling episodic sitcom shit and and that's not what harvey birdman was and so the fact that they're trying to make bird girl that means that again you're not really giving homage to the legacy that you're trying to live up to ass <laughs> okay now where was i <laughs> forget this is Okay, I was just looking at the same paragraph all over again. Okay. Harvey Birdman can get ridiculous and impulsive, true. But he typically um he's talking about his character. I mean <laughs> Okay. Um, sure dude. But he typically functions as the straight man of his series. Right. Bird Girl is the wild card of whatever room she's in. And she's giving a more grounded supporting cast to balance out her mania. That's not true. Um, Burger was not necessarily the wild card. But again, she had her own style of crazy in a room full of crazy. The sporadic, ridiculous nature of Bird Girl is not the same sporadic, ridiculous nature of Phil Can 7, who literally would press a button, say, everyone get in here. And then when you look up, Everyone was in his office. Um, a dude who literally put the entire um, uh, law firm under a terror watch <laughs> simply because he imagined that things that he didn't even have in his office were stolen. So obviously there's a terror watch to look after. Um, you got the different nature of X the Eliminator um, and all this stuff. And it's like, so I wouldn't say her being a wild card because again, the joke was that Birdman was a straight man and everyone else was crazy. Not just that Birdman was a straight man. There were some kind of jokes here and there. But then when Bird Girl showed up, oh, she was just uh, uh, just out of her fucking mind. Like, no. <laughs> like, that's not, no. And I'm kind of I'm kind of being facetious right now, but just, again, I love Birdman. And it's, it's just reading this is making me upset. Um, and more kind of cares than me. Whereas, um, to balance out her, her room, she ends up giving more ground to support and cast to balance out her mania. Ugh. <laughs> Whereas Birdman often needs to make sense of the exaggerated um, personalities in his inner circle. Sure. Um, well, like, yeah, but then 
having it to where Burgirl is the only crazy person and everyone else is aware of her crazy. And then they're just kind of, again, like I said, they're like pointing at it and like going like, hey, you need to calm the fuck down. There's nothing to that. They they have shows like that. This isn't anything special. Harvey Birdman was something special because it was like that. Um, there's a subtle yet perfect touch during the Bird Girl theme song where the baseline is just Judy's nonstop interior monologue of doubt. Even the series theme is a place where Judy's insecurities mix together with Bird Girl's brash confidence. <sighs> okay. Now, I already stated that I like the theme. I, I really, I, I like the theme song. Um, but when the first inclination of Judy going to the oh my god, oh my god, oh my god part happened, it was when she was excited about the fact that she got to be with Birdman. <laughs> and, and then she would make those weird um, car noises out of nowhere, that, which to this day, I still don't understand why they did that. And it always makes me laugh every time I hear it. And she says, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. <laughs> And, and the shit is, is ridiculous. And then she did it again on like um one of the final episodes when she's like looking up the um the main bad guy that they had to fight at the end, who was like the one of the first cases Birdman took. Uh, they got a guy thrown away in jail. I mean uh, well, in a prison that was ridiculous. <laughs> and, and yeah, it was like so it's, it's not really anything to crit critique on this one. It was like I'm mean, kinda poking at it to be poking at it. But it, it's not a sense of her I didn't Think of that as something that's her insecurity. I just thought it was a nice callback to something that she was known for, which is why they had it pop up again near the end of Harvey Birdman, because it was just a funny little anecdote that was um, uh, a, a nice little uh, thing that just Bird Girl did. So I wouldn't I wouldn't say that it was something that was like showing her self-doubt or anything like that. Nah, man. Okay. These supporting characters that compose Judy's bird team and and these cast of characters are all pathetic. Like this this shit is ridiculous. I mean, I I look at Harvey Birdman, Twenty Eight Law. Someone told me that their favorite character was Peanut. I'd be like, I got you. <laughs> and it's like I understand. And there was just a slew of different characters to fall in love with. Um, Reducto, um, Potamus, uh, definitely Phil, Peanut. Uh, you could say Judy. You had um, just some of the, the weird random shit that Avenger would do sometimes. McGilla Gorilla with his puns. Uh, I'm just trying to think of like just <laughs> a slew of other characters. Like they, they had very welcoming, very warm characters that took up screen time that made it funny. Did you get that thing I sent you? Is fucking hilarious. Um, but none of the characters in... Bird girl have any screen presence? Like they don't do anything. You got this gay dude that massages everybody, but that's all that I know him as. He's just this gay dude that massages people. Hell, Peanut knows Japanese <laughs> and had to get taught superhero sex ed <laughs> because his um, fucking superhero shield started rising up in the middle of a board meeting. <laughs> oh man, something that's actually funny, but something that's not funny. But uh. But composer Judy's bird team are all entertaining simply because they all are such contrast from Bird Girl. But that's that's all that they are. Like there's nothing else to them. It's just that every single character is a straight man character. So 
there so all all it's doing is just shining a light on bird girl but bird girl's wackiness is only one type of wackiness that doesn't fit because how Birdman was designed, how Harvey Birdman, Attorney at Law was designed, was that it just had random acts of wackiness all together. So even if you're doing this one weird thing, there's like 15 other weird shit going on in the background. And, and if you're not the main focus of the weirdness, there's other weird shit going on that, that just, it all balanced out and was all fantastic. Oh, and Men Talk the Mind Taker. How the fuck I forget Men Talk? <laughs> That's another character that's just like, oh man, that's that's what that's one of my favorites is Mentok. <laughs> um, and it's like so, just like, but with Bird Girl, it's like literally everyone is a straight man that's just trying to keep her relaxed, and that's all that they amount to. You even have a girl that's supposed to have the powers of Mentok the Mind Taker, and she has none of the screen presence of Mentok the Mind Taker. The dude would come in and announce himself as Mentok the Mind Taker, moving shit, floating in the air, and reading people's minds and whatnot, but then just kind of get fed up with the fact that, like, yeah, he's a court judge or whatever. <laughs> and like, and now it's Mentok the Mind No, we're not doing it? All right, whatever. <laughs> it's like, and that's his personality, and it's hilarious. But now you have someone with that exact same amount of power and all that she is is just I'm the best friend. Like, hey, I'm your friend. Don't forget, I can read your mind. And I was like, what? So what the fuck? Like, <laughs> and I was like, that's all you amount to? Sad. The weirdest characters of the lot are Dog with Bucket Hat, who is not droopy, but brings the Hanna-Barbera character to mind. No, the fuck he doesn't. Not one bit droopy has a personality <laughs> droopy dog has a personality um but this dude is just he has a bucket hat and he's just a uh what is it i'm about to say a great dane not a great dane but just um one of those hound dogs with just a long little droopy face really but he doesn't remind you of droopy and to to say that's sad the fact that they couldn't get droopy you know and it's like again what, what's up with that why make this why make this series if you didn't get the okay from Hanna-Barbera stuff like the original Harvey Birdman did? Ugh, so stupid. And Meredith, the mind taker, don't know where the fuck she came from, don't know why she exists, don't know why she's not a lot younger, you know? <laughs> it's like just a chick to show up that has the mind taker ability without any explanation whatsoever, and we're just supposed to take it and accept it. And she does literally nothing. She just exists. And it's just, um, she's just this know-it-all best friend. So when you got the main girl who's crazy, the know-it-all best friend is always right. And it's just so fucking sad and pathetic and stupid. And again, this is clearly following sitcom-y type of shit. And it ain't, it ain't working. Ugh. Is that the only two they mentioned? That's the only two you mentioned. That's because that that's it. <laughs> it's nice to see that Bird Girl doesn't fill itself with needless um, vestige of the past because it doesn't um, vestige uh, vestiges ah, English <laughs> the English language ain't it a bitch? Uh, needless vestiges of the past. I don't know why, but it doesn't. And then again, you yourself were talking about the whole legacy bullshit, but it doesn't have anything that's reminiscent of the past at all. You're not even doing court shit anymore. So what the fuck, dude? It'd be very easy to make Peter Potamus or Peanut some carryover cast member from the old guard, but instead 
Bird Girl confidently moves forward. <sighs> Fucker. <laughs> Just, like, this dude is a dick. Did you even look at Harvey Birdman, Attorney at Law? Because I, I don't think he did. Because a lot of this stuff is what amounted to that show actually being good. Um, hell, even when I did um, Harvey Birdman, Attorney General, the fact that they knew to get to hit all the right notes with all of the characters. Hell, they even had Judy on that. They had Birdman on that. They had Phil Brack for that one. And I love that little special. And that shit is hilarious. And I believe like that's a full like 20 minute something episode of a show. So I don't understand why they couldn't do something like that all over again. But no. And if anything, it would have been perfect with uh, Peanut having him grow up and not want to get out of Birdman's shadow. Who then keeps coming back and interfering with his life even though he's well into retirement some shit like that but no we got bird girl whatever um meredith even functions as an example of how to take a concept in harvey birdman and update it in a more modern way making a character female is not an update that just means you took a character that exists slapped a vagina on it and you call it different and you call it forward thinking Rather than being creative and making your own fucking character, you, you couldn't even be hard-pressed to do that. I don't get when people do shit like that or say shit like that. Well, I mean, they're, they're clearly stupid, but I don't understand why they're that fucking stupid. But just because you take a character, say that they're a mind-taker, slap a vagina on it, and go, this is just like having men talk, you clearly missed the fucking mark. Now, if she did anything that was reminiscent of men talk... I probably wouldn't mind it as much. I would just be like, well, you're copying Men Talk to Mind Taker. But it probably would have been even more interesting if they would have made up someone totally fucking different. A brand new character. Like when they did, um, what is it? Uh, Shado the Brain Thief on one of the episodes of Harvey Birdman. You know, it was like, and then him and Men Talk had a, had a problem. You know, they went after each other because he was Shado the Brain Thief and he was Men Talk the Mind Taker. But you have this huge array of different characters or different um, rogue gallery people from Harvey Birdman's old series that you could have possibly used, but apparently you chose not to use any of them. And then when it came to time for you to actually have a slew of your own creativity, because that seems to be the cornerstone of this entire series, you just chose to kind of copy this easily lesbianistic um sitcom -y type situational deal you know you got the gay guy you got the strong lady guy you got the best friend it's always right you got the crazy girl just the main chick who just can't seem to get her life together but she has an important important big business job whatever ally mcbeal <laughs> but uh, just it's just bad it's really bad and it to uh, just to say like, oh, it's a concept from Harvey Birdman, and then you update it. it, it that's not an update. It's not an update just because it, it just the new age is to is like, hey, you know, we're dealing with a brand new series or whatnot. And it's like, how do we make it modern? Ooh, take a character that already exists and make him a woman. But they got to be a strong woman. And so then that means their personality has to be different. Well, then we haven't really updated shit <laughs> we're just we're just doing the same old same old Ugh. burger also allows its supporting cast to take the lead at times whereas harvey birdman still usually had to have harvey at the center of everything or at least provide an excuse around his absence and why someone else needed needs to step in 
make up your fucking eye. Did he did he um allow the cast to take the lead or didn't he? Because <laughs> it seems like you, you can't pick your dick. Oh my god, did that rhyme? Yes, it did. So, again, Bird Girls only had two episodes so far. The show is about them. If they're not the most important character, then who the fuck is? You, again, only been two episodes. What the fuck are you looking at? <laughs> and as far as I can tell, Bird Girl was always about Bird Girl. Anything that they focused on was just characters making declarations or whatnot that was going to screw up whatever situation they had currently going on but it was nothing of importance or anything like that so i don't really grasp the concept of sitting here and criticizing the fact that harvey was the most important character in his own show while as bird girl she shouldn't be the most in character in the in her own show um or like well she's not trying to be the most important character in her own show should um i should say and that's just fucking dumb like yeah. <laughs> it's like the show's about them they, they should be in the main focus but then they get but bird girl is doing the exact same thing that harvey birdman do you can shy away from your character and go to someone else but this dude is clearly fucking confused because apparently when birdman did it it was a problem and you know sometimes other people stepped in but when bird girl oh yeah everyone's allowed for the supporting cast to take the lead at times it's like no no dumbass it's like the, the situation itself is just cutting from one person's perspective of this current um problem that they got there going on or situation that they have going on for to back to judy's um perspective and and that's it like that's that's all that, that we got that's all that was happening but we had the same thing happen to harvey birdman time and time and time again but the beauty with harvey birdman was like he was able to do it with a multitude of characters within a span of 15 minutes Bird Girl is barely able to do it with only, like, what, how many characters she got? Uh, uh, let's see, there's the gay, there's the friend, strong lady sometimes, dog. Uh, that's it, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, four and a half times of other characters within the span of 20 minutes, while Birdman was able to do it to where you know, with, with a lot of different characters, a lot of spent time. This, this is just a, a dumbass take. <laughs> I hate to calm the fuck down. It's a dumbass take. Ugh. This direction is ultimately positive for Bird Girl. No, it isn't. But fans for the original may lament the utter lack of Hanna-Barbera connections. There is no lack. There is none. They, they don't even mention any other Hanna-Barbera characters. There, there is none. They don't even mention the connection of this new Mentalk bitch with the original Mentalk, the Mind Taker. So there is no lack. There is absolutely none. You missed the fucking mark, dude. When that's what makes Harvey Birdman such a clever series in the first place. And yes, Phantom lament the lack. You know, like that's what made it clever in the first place. Well, duh. And so with the announcement of Bird Girl, you would assume that they would go back to formula with that one and just continue suit. But no. They're clearly smarter than the average bear. Um, it serves as a brilliant um, deconstruction of both vintage Hanna-Barbera cartoons as well as washed-up superheroes. What? 
deconstruction of both vintage Hanna Barbera. How is it? What is in it in this that's a, that's similar to a Hanna Barbera cartoon? Like there, there's no cartoons from Hanna Barbera even in this, and and there's nothing about this that is in reminiscent of anything from the Hanna Barbera era. You clearly don't know what the fuck you're talking about, dude. And then as well as washed up superheroes. This series, she's still a prominent superhero. She's not washed up. Just the problem is the fact that she doesn't know how to balance being a superhero and being Judy, the CEO of the company. Did you watch the show? I am very confused at this dude article. <laughs> like now, now I'm confused. It seemed like he sort of knew what the fuck he was talking about, but now it just seems like he Googled shit and then he made an article. Oh my God. That angle is admittedly less original now. I mean, it's not funny. Isn't it? Don't say less original. It's not funny. But it still has a stronger hook than Bird Girl. Wait, that angle is admittedly less original now, but it still has a stronger hook than Bird Girl, which focuses purely on dystonomy? Dystonomy between the two sides of Judy's life? Almost in a Jekyll Hyde sense? Did I not just say that? Did I not just say that? You, did I not just fucking say that? Which has never been a product, um, it has, which has never been a characteristic of Judy Ken 7 in the original Harvey Birdman attorney in law. So why the fuck would it be something that they need to bring up now? Fucking idiots. Damn it. <laughs> so, wait. So there's a brilliant deconstruction of both vintage Hanna-Barbera cartoons. Okay. He was talking about Harvey Birdman serves as a deconstruction of Hanna-Barbera cartoons. Okay. As well as washed up superheroes. Okay. And that, yes, because that was the joke of it. Um, I did not know that. <laughs> um, that angle is admittedly less original now. Wait, okay, now this statement is pissing me off. Okay, after, after bringing it back, <laughs> um, no. And it was like, yes, it was a deconstruction of both vintage Hanna-Barbera cartoons and as well as watched up superheroes. And just the joke of the fact of the lack of popularity that came with Harvey Birdman, like, Hanna-Barbera blew up the animation field, but there's nothing about it that's still remembered today. People don't think of Space Ghost Coast to Coast when you say superheroes. Hell, that's one of the early jokes on like the second episode of Harvey Birdman when he was like, who do you think of when you say superhero? Um, he was like, Superman. Aquaman. He was like, Superman. Batman. Birdman. <laughs> so I was like, I don't think of Birdman when I say, not my point. You know. Okay, but um, that angle is admittedly less original now. How the fuck is it less original? That like it because they did it like <laughs> like that's what makes it not original. Has there ever been anything else that has been poking fun of or has made fun of Hanna Barbera in such a way that was creative, funny, and very much modern <laughs> or not modern but very much um, relevant to the current standards of television and different things in general, um, other than um, Harvey Birdman because there hasn't been the the beauty of what harvey birdman did was how much they made fun of that shit the jetsons being basically from 2002 and then coming into his world and it was 2004 but then still keeping the air of them of being from the future when that's long since fucking past <laughs> like that shit the, the fact that you can still watch that stuff today and and proof of that is when they did harvey birdman attorney general um, is that like that shit still hit 
it still was good. It still was clever. It still was funny. They were still able to keep that stuff fresh with all of those characters and still keep situations that they had going on. The hilarious, the, um, Johnny quest, uh, um, what is it? Um, Dr. Quest and is it Banner, Bruce, or something like that? And like them being gay, <laughs> as that being the joke that's been going around with those characters for years. Yeah. But it's not like it was a one hit quit type of situation. They made that a joke that popped up multiple times over and over and over again. But the creativity of that show was not something that you would look at and go, it's not original anymore. Like, no, it, it wasn't less original. It, it's original. It, there's nothing else that's been out like it ever since and to look at it now and to still laugh or to still be funny is a testament to that you know i might be biased on that because i love the show but i'm hard pressed to think that someone else couldn't possibly watch it right now and think that it's funny but it still has a stronger hook than bird girl which focuses purely on the dichotomy between the two sides of judy's life almost in a jekyll hyde sense Yes, in a sitcom-y type fashion, which then isn't necessarily a hook that would get people interested in the series. Um, to me, that is the problem. It's the fact that its lack of actually being funny is something that would get people not to be into the series um, in, in itself, uh, which is its major problem and hurdle that it needs to overcome immediately. That considerably, um, that's considerably different to the original Harvey Berman Antonia Law, so I can understand the appeal of this angle rather than Bird Girl. Just um, retreating the former series' greatest hits, uh, Harvey Birdman Attorney General, is an excellent special that doesn't rely on the cavalcade of Hanna-Barbera references and does establish a new direction for the property that works and shows that this is possible. It's just unfortunate timing that Bird Girls arrive that Bird Girl arrives at a moment where the market is utterly drowning in superhero content and it's now difficult to find a point of view that still um that still feels fresh. Well this doesn't feel fresh because it's not doing anything on a sense of superhero. It's just her talking about being a superhero. It's not doing anything that would make note of that or make light of it she's making bonehead moves but then complaining about the fact that she's now independent she now is no longer like she can be herself now and she runs the company she should have more power to do shit and things like that and they're just really dumb lessons that pop up on some of the most atrocious of sitcoms and that's all they did it just stuck it onto the show and it was like hey we're just gonna make somebody laugh so it it's really terrible, really terrible. This does make Bird Girl feel slightly more disposable rather than an aggressive successor to one of Adult Swim's original flagship programs. It, it makes it not funny, um, but it's still overflowing with strong, strange jokes. No, it doesn't. Bird Girl's initial premise uh, with strong, strange jokes. It, 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 it isn't. Um... I watched the second episode and it was like certain things in the beginning of it was making me laugh, but I found myself pausing and thinking about the fact that I was more so laughing at what the situation could have been rather than what the situation actually was. So I myself was basically inputting my own thoughts in my head as to what would make this funny. And then I was like, oh, wait, like, let me just stop and take in what I'm looking at. And is that funny? And then I was like, oh, no, nah, never mind. <laughs> and I was like, no, nah, I need to. I need to make myself think that this is funny because this isn't funny. So 
that was a that was a main problem that it had that uh Berger's initial premise may cause eyes to roll in a way that Harvey Birdman didn't, but there's at least a solid foundation underneath it all that makes sure that these episodes are always entertaining. No, there isn't. It's pulling sitcom shit. And when you pull sitcom shit in an unfunny manner for an audience that essentially is just waiting and want joke after joke after joke that's actually a joke, um, you're not going to do well at all. You're not going... That's not a solid foundation. That's just what you built this show on. Um, but it, it's not a solid foundation. It's not solid, if, if I should say anything. It's not solid at all. It's really wobbly um, because you don't have anything to the show. There's nothing grounding it. The The premise of Harvey Birdman and him being a lawyer, doing the cases, sometimes he won a case, sometimes he lost a case, but the randomness and the wackiness of the jokes is what made it hilarious. With this show, what exactly is going on that's making it hilarious? It's much less an eye roll to the premise, more so just a... a misunderstanding is like the, the premise is easily obtainable and it's like there's nothing going on it's like she's now the ceo or whatever and she's trying to balance being a superhero along with being the ceo but then the execution is this unfunny slop then yeah it's that's not an eye roll this shit's not funny <laughs> there's a greater focus on character that helps Bird Girl connect on an emotional level, and it's not just and, it, um, and not just function as a joke machine. But that was the appeal of Harvey Birdman. It was a joke machine show, and again, this is a spinoff of that. Why won't you make this a joke machine show, dumbass? It trying to do this emotional shit. Was <laughs> like, what, what? Who exactly did you think would go? Man, I really want to know the inner workings of the emotions that Judy had in Harvey Birdman, Attorney at Law. I wish these people talked about their feelings in a series that's supposed to be silly, wacky, and fun. Th this isn't fun. This is ridiculous. The pacing and energy to Birdgirl's comedy is just as, chaotic, is just as chaotic as it was in Harvey Birdman. No, it isn't. It's not at all. It's not there at all. Most jokes operate with a rube, Goldbergian sensibility like like from the, the Goldberg show? Is that what they're talking about? Sensibility where each gag triggers subsequent punchlines at the perfect moments? No, they don't. They they it feels like I'm watching Family Matters and I'm just waiting for the audience to stop laughing. Um this a lot of the talking points and a lot of the dialogue just seems forced like um Big Bang Theory. Where again, most um, you're just waiting for the the laugh track to just kind of end, and it's like I get that this is supposed to be funny, but sometimes their long running jokes go on way too fucking long. The um, on the second episode, something I actually thought was funny was when her assistant was told just do what you think is best, and she was like, "What I, what I think is best," and then she just went on this long journey to get some tea from Japan, and I thought that was funny, but then as the gag went on too long, showcasing her life in Japan it then stopped being funny because I was like, hey, this this could be funny. But then what they had it turn into wasn't funny anymore. Her ignoring the call or forgetting the reason why she was there in the first place or living out her life in Japan and whatnot. It's just like, it, 
seems like this could have been something, but it just it it fell flat, and I was like, all right, this this could have been a funny joke, but it, it fell flat. And then at the end, for Judy to just go, I thought I asked for coffee. And I was like, I'm pretty sure this would have been a much better punchline if they just would have eased up on a lot of the shit that they showed her do while she was in Japan. Maybe I don't know, but it wasn't funny. Um, so it was like, it, they don't do anything in a perfect moment. A lot of the stuff goes on way too long because, and I put that onto the runtime, but it's just, the shit just ain't funny. Characters from different, um, scenes finish each other's thoughts and comedy builds through the connected visual gags that fill out the background. No. <laughs> the, no, this is, this really is... I can't stress enough how sitcom-y it is. The original Harvey Birdman had background shit. This one does not. This one just kind of has straightforward, this person is speaking, this person is going to set up a joke, This person, whoever this person is speaking to is going to react to the joke. That's it. That That's as much as they do. They do cutaways to other people who put themselves in that same situation. But there is nothing where you look in the background and there's other stuff that can make you laugh. Um... Like in Harvey Berman Attorney at Law, where you would have a plethora of different gags that would just have random shit like that happen. Um, there's such a meticulous nature to the progression of to the uh, to the progression of each joke and and the gags are a lot. Hold on. There's such a meticulous nature to the progression of each joke and the gags are allowed to drive the storytelling forward. <laughs> No, this has a slow trudge when it comes to its joke telling. This, I just can't stress enough. This is a poorly written show. This is a bad show. This is this is bad. Um, using gags for storytelling is one thing, but hell, in the second episode, they had a thing where like Judy's pen was was um magnetic for some reason, and then she took off the cap of the pen so a safe can come flying in the air. And it hit the mint, um, the mind taker chicks in the head. And she was like, are you mad? I sense that you're mad. And it hit her in the head. And she, no, no, I'm not mad. And I can only assume that was a joke, but it wasn't funny. <laughs> and the only thing that it served was, it was like, I understood already that Burgirl was upset at her because she initially said things that would make me believe dialogue wise. Yes, she's angry. But then she did something that wasn't funny. And that didn't drive the storytelling forward. It just was a bad joke. Fucker. <laughs> it just, it's not funny. And then again, if your series itself is dependent upon and only showcases this person talking, setting up the joke, and then this other person reacting to it, then I have nothing else to go on. I might see that one scene, and if there was other things happening in the background... It probably would make me laugh, or I might even forget that part entirely because something else was far more entertaining. But that was the beauty of Harvey Birdman Attorney at Law, or other shows that know how to do fucking comedy when it comes to having a chaotic environment with a bunch of characters. But Bird Girl is not one of those shows. Scenes in Harvey Birdman can almost feel overwhelming due to how much is going on and how the show can cram a half hour's worth of comedy into 11 minutes. That's harder to not just sustain for a half hour program, but also to tolerate. Um, 
this person, I don't think they liked Harvey Birdman turning it low. I think they knew of it. I think they were told about it. They might have seen like little clips before they wrote this fucking article, but they did not watch Harvey Birdman turning it low. Um, strictly because of the fact that the, as he stated, the series itself was a joke machine. Having an 11 minute runtime or 15 minute runtime on a show that's essentially supposed to be funny and pump out jokes. And then you sit there and go, but they just, all they did was just pump out jokes and it was supposed to be funny. How are you trying, why would you try to paint this as a negative? How can you justify painting this as a negative? That's what the show was trying to accomplish. And it fucking accomplished that. So what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> it was like, not, they didn't cram a half hour's worth of comedy into 11 minutes. They crammed as much comedy that they could into 11 minutes. And they were, they executed it perfectly. Especially in the showcase of them starting a case, finishing a case, and only having a few episodes of Harvey Birdman actually have a part one and a part two throughout the entire series. Like, there's just a few episodes that do that. And then there's um, even more episodes later on, um, later on down the line that actually continue a story plot that um, a new season might have started. Like when Phil was killed by the bus and then you had Birdman take over the company, then Potamus took over the company. Or Potamus took over the company, then Birdman took over the company, then Judy took over the company. Shit like that. You know, but it's like each episode was connected and whatnot, but they were still able to get a hell of a lot of the story done within a short amount of time, while this show seems to drag out a very simple and uncomplicated storyline with a bunch of useless, unfunny jokes and a bunch of useless, unfunny characters. Damn it. <laughs> Bird Girl reaches the right tempo where episodes are packed with gags but never feels like it's too much to process. Yeah, I think he saw like clips of Harvey Birdman and just didn't get it. That uh, I think he saw clips and then he didn't think it was funny. And then he saw this and he was like, and he's probably someone who's like girl power. And so it just, it was just beautiful. <laughs> Cause it, it ain't funny. It, it is not funny. There's nothing it doesn't feel like there's anything to process because there's nothing to process. Nothing is going on in the show at all. It's not doing anything. Fuck, dude. Another surprising turn for Bird Girl is that the series briefly gets into superhero origins and why Judy's first adopted this alternate personality. It's a, it's quite a sweet backstory that adds legitimate depth to someone who's always been a caricature of a figure in the past. Harvey Birdman, attorney at law, posts that Birdman's law career in his Twilight chapter after his retirement as a superhero. Space Ghost Coast to Coast operates off the same general premise. Heroics remain a major part of Judy Kenseven's life, and so Bird Girl forces her to juggle these two very different lifestyles. This dude did not watch Harvey Birdman, Attorney at Law, and there is the fucking proof of that fact. The audacity this asshole had to bring up her origin in the first episode. You did it too, didn't you? I know, I know, but I'm, I'm getting to why I'm pissed. Okay, what they brought up in Bird Girl retconned what Bird Girl brought up in Harvey Birdman, Attorney at Law, where she fucking, where the spinoff is coming off of. 
and it did not legitimize or make any sense to Bird Girl's reasoning for being a superhero. If anything, it made it dumber and also far more ridiculous considering that Phil didn't know Judy was Bird Girl and he tried to have sex with her multiple times. <laughs> Thus, an actual joke from an actual funny show. But again, I digress. To sit there and say that this was something that added to her character when this series itself is trying to make something of these characters that it doesn't need to do. If this show was to come out as just this full-blown joke machine, I swear it probably would have did good. It probably would have did incredibly well. And then people would be like, hey, we just got something else other than Harvey Birdman. But nope, this thing is going down the wrong fucking path. It's doing what every goddamn sci-fi show has been doing <laughs> before it gets canceled. It's doing what every goddamn woke show has been doing before it gets canceled. It's being stupid. You don't retcon shit. You don't, <laughs> you don't retcon shit. You don't turn shit into what you want it to do. And you for damn sure don't make characters get a vagina and then make them women. And then for some reason, assume that they're better than their predecessor. You, there's things you don't do to a fan base or to people who actually care about some shit and then you think that you can get away with it scot-free. Bird Girl is terrible. Terrible. And this is making absolutely no sense for this person to sit here and try to justify this bullshit. Oh, man. And then it's like the shows themselves were uh, poking fun at these characters that essentially were just collecting dust under the guise of the Hanna Barbera moniker, the, these shows had they had legitimate episodes to them. You know, they came on TV. People watched them. Birdman, the Galactic Trio, used to come on television. Space Ghosts used to come on television, and no one was doing anything with these characters. And it was just cheap, genius way of taking characters already exist, putting them in funny and wacky situations. There you go. Space Ghosts, Coast to Coast. I've seen every episode, and there's only a few of them that are actually um, entertaining to me. The, the show itself is just, hey, a late-night talk show with Space Ghosts and just um, different stars and whatnot. Genius, during the time when it came out, freaking genius. But in this initial run, it just was actually that. And I don't know if you watch the talk show. Those shits are boring. If, you're not, if there's not someone on there that you actually are interested in looking at, a star or whatnot, then watching a random talk show and its slew of um, special guests or whatnot is fucking boring. Unless you actually are a fan of the talk shows. Um, and in today's standards, good luck with that. I mean, Conan O'Brien, I, I'll give you a pass. But everybody else, I don't know about that one. But when Space Ghost Coast to Coast near the end of it, became this wacky nonsense of stuff that was hilarious. And with Harry Birdman, it's like, yeah, it, Birdman, the superhero, now he's an attorney. Hilarious. Then you have a character like X the Eliminator who is literally still trying to finish that vendetta that he had against Birdman back during his superhero days. And Birdman still has to contend with that while still being a lawyer. Hilarious. And then like essentially that that um, obsession of supervillain and superherodom when outside of the guise of me still being a superhero seems like that of a stalker. And that's exactly what it was. And it's funny. How much of this article is left? Uh, All right, let's power through it. The reflective twist of all of this is that Judy isn't a normal person who dreams about being a superhero. Bird Girl is a superhero who longs to take, who longs to be taken seriously as a CEO figure. In the original Harvey Birdman, she already did that, so that's stupid. Her life 
has no lack of danger. She, um, but what she can benefit from is a, but what she can benefit from is a gamma ray blast of responsibility. What the fuck? Why would you word that that way? This guy sucks. Um, her life has no lack of danger. Nothing happens to her when she's a superhero. Absolutely nothing. It, she's never in danger or whatever, nothing like that. They just have her go wacky shit and stopping crime or whatnot. So, hey, done with that one. Bird Girl um, broaches the idea broaches the idea that Judy can only save one person at a time as a superhero, but as a corporate CEO, she's able to technically help millions at once. Was that a conflict that she had to deal with? Was that something that's a problem? Is their world in a crisis or in a moment where they need something like that? In a series that essentially is coming off of the coattails of a joke-fueled, um, joke-fueled nonsense machine, as he, as he so claims, then do they need to worry? Does she need to worry about something like that? Especially when she was introduced and her original dream was to follow in the footsteps of her idol, Birdman. <sighs> So I don't I don't understand the the necessity for her to sit there and want to have this. Um, you're trying to give depth to a character that that isn't deep, essentially. You know, it's like this is a this is a three inch pool, and you're telling me that it's twelve feet, and uh, I ain't buying it. <laughs> uh, it's a realization that's said somewhat ghibli but it does feel integral to the core message of Birdgirl. Because this is doing sitcom shit. It's going to be boring. If everything that you do and every, everything that she does is going to have a core message around it, of her learning some lesson, of becoming a better person, shit like that, that ain't fun. <laughs> that ain't fun. It belongs with sitcoms and it should stay with sitcoms. And I don't know if you know this, but most sitcoms ain't funny. It, they did like they got people who watch it and they want to laugh when the the audience tells them or when the show fake audience tells them to laugh, but the shit ain't funny. The superhero nature of Bird Girl is never fully removed from the series, and it's typically and it typically finds a way to naturally connect with Judy's office affairs. Judy's bird team typically unites to resolve whatever radical madness is at hand, but they still function more like office workers than Avengers. This does help give Bird Girl a certain level of freedom that Harvey Birdman can sometimes lack. What freedom? What what the fuck do you mean freedom? There was no premise in Harvey Birdman that dictated that he needed to do superhero shit. The joke and the show revolved around him solving cases. That was the point of that show. This show wants to make a point of her balancing superhero and being a CEO and office worker. Um, problem with that is that there's no justification behind it. We've never had this as being a major theme behind Judy's personality as being Bird Girl in the original Harvey Birdman. Them coming out of the gate with it on this show is like a, all right, whatever, you gotta take that with a grain of salt, I guess, if I want to keep watching this. But then you're not doing anything to make this function correctly. You're just having random shit happen, and then when it's a problem, she either solves it as Bird Girl or she solves it as Judy the end and that's it so like how dare you say this is something that like it was a freedom that harvey birdman lacked there, there was no free that wasn't the premise of harvey birdman this is the premise of bird girl so this freedom that you would assume that she has isn't a freedom it's what she's supposed to this is what her show is about jesus christ 
Birdman is far from predictable, but the courtroom struggle largely defines nearly every episode. That's what the, that's what the fuck it was about. It wasn't him battling being a superhero. He retired as a superhero. That was it. <laughs> There's a wider variety of material for Birdgirl to tackle as Judy deals with assistant woes, company secrets, corporate espionage, or even broader problems like a literal headquarters of 7 and 7 gaining sentient and developing... Um, gaining sent... Um, Sensing and developing a desire to murder Judy. Whatever. The office backdrop turns out not to be a restrictive environment from, from Bird Girl since 7 and 7 is responsible for an infinite um, melodage of products. Infinite um, melodage of products. Using college words and it's screwing me up. <laughs> I feel bad about that. But, um, yeah, English language, man. Um, is far from predictable, <laughs> but the courtroom struggle. Jesus Christ. Um, oh man, I, I gotta, I gotta walk away from this. <laughs> Seriously, like, I'm getting pissed. This motherfucker don't know what he's talking about. God damn. <laughs> okay. The premise of Harvey Birdman, Attorney at Law, is in the fucking name. It's Harvey Birdman, Attorney at Law. It was about him dealing with courtroom shit. We already got a taste of Judy handling corporate stuff in Harvey Birdman, Attorney at Law. And I felt that that's all that they really needed to bring over to justify Bird Girl, which would have been fantastic. But trying to make it to work. Oh, excuse me, trying to make it to where 7 and 7 company has just this slew of problems that she needs to tackle or make um, make right or whatever in order to sit there and justify crazy antics that she might have or bonehead decisions that she might make is not good. It's not, it's not good because everything comes out predictable. Everything is not interesting. Sitting there and trying to have a situation where it's like, hey, the threat of you losing your company is at stake. I know for a fact that that's not something that's going to stick. Even if you try to persuade me that, hey, there's a possibility she might lose the company. Well, she's not because the premise is that she runs the company and is a superhero. So I never have to worry about her ever losing the company because how stupid would that be? Even as a season finale, you'd be like, well, if it got another season, it would just try to start up again or the next season would be about her trying to gain back the company i'm not hard pressed on that one but that doesn't mean that it gives an excuse for saying that this now has a variety of things for bird girl to tackle which i guess would be i guess he's trying to paint as like a superiority to the original harvey birdman which is capable of keeping its premise for a long time mind you and tackling it in different episodes within an 11 minute runtime and it not feel in the guise of stupid gags or stupid um, throwaway com uh, comedic lines that you might get in your average day sitcom, but instead actually be very and fairly entertaining um, of a show that uh, holds true to its premise and keeps the comedy fresh in e each episode that it um, brings up. While with Bird Girl, after watching the first episode, when I saw the second episode, 
I couldn't help but think. I was like, this is the same episode. Because <laughs> it just, it felt that bland, that dry, and that stupid. But, but oh, but because it was a different problem that they tackled. I was like, well, again, she's in a situation where she could lose her company. And I was like, but we just did that on the first episode. So why do it again? Ugh, <laughs> whatever. But it's like, I guess because it was more responsible for other things, that means that she can do more stuff. And it's like, you dumb fuck, that's not a good thing if they don't know how to write the fucking show correctly. And it's like, they're writing the show poorly. And it's like, it doesn't matter if they have a variety of things to do. It's like, if you go to an amusement park and you have a plethora of rides to ride, it doesn't matter <laughs> if all the rides are broken down or meant for children or incredibly slow or don't seem to be anything that you want to get on in the first place just because you sit there and go well there's quantity over quality then you have the issue of what i said with birdman which is that it had quality over quantity it was able to do a hell of a lot within 11 minute runtime than bird girl has ever done within two episodes that it fucking had one last paragraph and then i'll be done with this fucker Bird Girl is an exciting new Adult Swim venture that is able to successfully carry on the unhinged atmosphere of the original Harvey Birdman while it takes the material to entirely different places. That entire sentence is a fucking lie. Bird Girl is not exciting. It's, it's not, it's not going to be good. This isn't, I don't believe it'll last. Hey, it might, it might shatter my expectations entirely. But then again, Batwoman also had a second season. So I'll leave that <laughs> up to you people. And for that one, there may be less um, caches to Bird Girls since it's not um, steeped in references to classic cartoons. But the work that it does to make Bird Girl and company new classic characters and um, acceptable is an acceptable trade. No, it isn't. Um, if you want to trade references to your brand new slew of characters, I'll stick with the references because your brand new slew of characters are nothing but carbon copies of the testicular uh, feminist uh group of characters that are showcased nowadays you have the flamboyant gay you have the incredibly strong lady um the best friend that's a know-it-all the lack of sex appeal with anything that's going on and the utter nonsense that comes with a female character who essentially has to be watched but is clearly like is someone who can do the job but then chooses not to do the job, but then afterwards when they fuck up, then they go, oh man, I guess I should have did the job. Weird shit like that. Um, and that's exactly what Bird Girl is right now, and that's not good. Harvey Birdman grows better each season and gains a better grasp on how to tell stories. There's a lot of potential in Bird Girl. No, there isn't. And hopefully it gets the same opportunity to grow and help anchor the network's next wave of programming. And that is the end of this fucker's article. No, 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 no. Harvey Birdman was a good show. Harvey Birdman and Tony Law was an incredibly good show. It was one of those shows that, much like a lot of the Adult Swim lineup in, back in the day, got canceled out of nowhere for no particular reason whatsoever. Um, if you look back to a lot of the original Adult Swim lineup shows, um, a lot of them were canceled 
um, when they were still um, waning in popularity and they still had a huge fan base backing it. Um, but those were the breaks back then. Uh, and the thing is, is that the comedy that came out from Harvey Birdman, the creativeness from making fun of the Hanna-Barbera characters, the um, superfluous nature of each character that they had on there. Ooh, actually, Eliminator, it's another fucking one I forgot. Um, as uh, just random people who you could mention and bring up different things that they've said or that were callback lines that were even called back within other episodes later on to do that do the evil that i do do the shit like that was just beautiful at the time of its inception when it originally came out in adult swim bird girl came out during a time in which this dude wants to excuse its horrendous nature of trying to pull a jekyll and hyde aspect towards the whole superhero boom that has been going on for over like 10 fucking years or 11 years at that and honestly it's just kind of a at this point in time but you know god forbid that producers understand or have a, a thumb on the zeitgeist of people who watch their content um it's not good it's not something that I can see lasting throughout time, and it's not something that has done anything to make me feel that it even appreciates where the fuck it comes from. I'm pretty sure that one of the biggest draws to the show was that it were they were going to use the original voice actress from Bird Girl for this show. But realistically, that's the only saving grace that the show has. There's absolutely nothing about Bird Girl that is new, that is innovative, that is different, or is even somewhat interesting. The concept of her battling between her CEO world and her superhero world is non-existent because there are never factors that come up as problems. There are just things that she talks about as problems. Her bringing up or mentioning the fact that as Bird Girl, I can only save one person at a time. But as Judy, I can save millions. But then never actually having anything to make that like validated is ridiculous. There's, there's nothing that's done in the series that make you understand or feel the plight in her words of saying that if you wanted to try and make it come across that. They show her being a superhero with like fragrant ease. She just takes down the bad guys and just goes on about her business. She's in charge of the company, which ultimately can run itself without her. And it was been capable of doing that with the wacky antics of Phil Ken Seven behind the um, helm this entire time. So why should it be any different with Judy, who was all damn near of the same nature um, at the helm as well? And I'm told to believe or I'm told by the show that no, this is happening, she should feel bad, or she needs to do this in order for this to happen. But I don't see any of that. And considering that, again, this is a sitcom and it wants to be its own show, um, I can't really, I'm not trying to put it next to Harvey Birdman when it did what it did, because I can easily tell from the very beginning, this was going to be something totally different. But what it is, is not original. It's different from its flagship um, 
from the flagship series that it's been um, that it spawned from definitely but is it different from anything else i've seen on tv absolutely not is harvey birdman different from other stuff i've seen on tv yes of course it is it's the premise itself makes it redonkulous um having a courtroom tv show is not anything new but a courtroom tv show based off hannibal bear characters dealing with actual cases court cases that essentially were the jokes of a lot of Hanna-Barbera cartoons yeah that's hilarious um that's new that's fresh that's innovative a Dr. Jekyll Mr. Hyde situation where you have a character who essentially is a superhero but then they're trying to be a CEO it's not that that's like that's not um different like that's fairly new or whatever but then when you actually see the series, the problems and situations and how they wrap up, even the lame execution of the jokes, all of this shit has been done before, which then makes the originality that supposedly the series was supposed to have go right out the window. And then it becomes this boring drudge of a series that just ain't, ain't worth shit. Suffice it to say, Bird Girl is a... Is, as hell, as only I've only seen two episodes. I've only had two episodes so far, but it's bad. It's a bad show. Um, I just don't agree with anything that was written in this article, and I feel upset that this thing came over my feed, considering that I already said my piece about the first episode of Bird Girl. But this was something that pissed me off when I looked at it, and I needed to clear the air. I thank anyone and everyone who's kept up with me for this long. Sorry that I had to flip out over this bullshit, but, well, I didn't flip out. I'm, I've been very calm. I'm kind of sleepy. Um, but thanks for listening. This has been Daniel the Flame. I've, um, I've been your host, Daniel the Flame. This has been another episode of Fun with the Flame. As always, good people. I hope you had fun.